Chris Watkin back with Gemma Noonan. Gemma, you've been working alongside Matt Giggs now for how many years? Uh, it's about two and a half. Roll the clock back to pre-COVID. Yeah. And Matt Giggs was a very well-known estate agent, mm. coach, bit of a jack-in-the-box, uh, very famous for standing on chairs and shouting at people <laughs> at, at estate agency conferences. Um Went through his fair fair share of staff, mm -hmm. talked the talk, but probably you could tell in his heart he wasn't happy. How have you been able to help Matt on his journey to becoming, uh, we had him on the sofa a few weeks ago, purely coincidentally, uh, a much more rounded, happier person? And how have you also helped his the rest of his team and, and the joint venture people that you, you have in your group as well? be better people and happier estate agents. Talk to me. <laughs> wow, that's a really big question. <laughs> so, so I guess Matt and I started working together probably about three years ago when I actually came to him to ask him to sponsor St. Neitz Regatta. So <laughs> that was... He had, in 2012, I had been one of his first clients. So I had sold through him and bought through him. And he had just started his business. So actually, when I'd listed my property, Gigs & Co wasn't a brand, wasn't a company, wasn't someone I could, you know, talk to. Um, so I've watched Matt's business grow. Um, and something important to me as well, I remember saying to my husband when we hadn't sold our house and it had been on the market a little while, that Matt Giggs has opened his own estate agency. What do you think? Should I talk to him? And my husband said, yeah, Matt's a good guy. And that, for me, um, generally, estate agents don't necessarily have a great mm -hmm. reputation. Um, that, for me, was enough to start. How did, did your husband meet him before? They were... Uh, my husband was a year below Matt at school. OK. So, um, so, yeah, so that's where my journey with Matt started. A couple of years later, he came back um, to value my house. I was about to do a, um, an extension, so I'm still living in that house. And um, he, we had a good conversation. You could say a meeting of minds around certain things, people development, that kind of thing. And he said, one day you're going to work for me. And I said, you can't afford me, which makes me sound like such a knob. <laughs> and that's not normally something I would say, but I just think sometimes things happen for a reason. And it just probably... It struck something so in was about him. four years ago? Oh, How probably long? more like six years ago. Six years mm. ago. So you were extending the house. Mm. You need a valuation. Just, yeah. So this would be 2016. Something like that. Yeah, just can't before we did me. the extension. Yeah. You okay. can't afford me. So I, something switched in his brain at that point, which was one day I'm going to hire someone like you into my business. So fast forward to 2019, I guess it was. Um, and yeah, we had a coffee to discuss the regatta. And he started talking to me about where he wanted to take his group and, you know, what maybe he was struggling with in terms of people process and, you know, what did I think about that kind of stuff? Um, and yeah, we talked a lot after that first meeting um, about his values, what was important to him. I spoke about where I was being a HR director um, and that maybe I felt like it was time to do something different. Were you bored in your own job? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. See, Matt comes across the sort of person that he wants to change the world and help everyone and just be Happy Valley. 
but he never seemed to be able to help himself. I don't want to speak out of school here, but... Yeah, and I think that's the thing. I think um, if you can do, you assume that you can help other people on their journey. You, you assume that with enough encouragement and enough feedback, you can help people to realise their mm. ambitions. And it's simply not true. I, I agree. I, I help and guide everyone, a lot of people, but I, can I motivate myself to not throw so much food and beer down my throat? No, I can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and so. I, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that's probably one of the first things I helped Matt to realise was he was spreading himself very thinly I mean, he literally used to meet up with, you know, he had about 30 staff by this time and he used to try and spend time with all of them. And I was like, Matt, that's not helping you to achieve what you want to achieve. Okay. You've got other managers in your business that need to be spending time getting to know their staff and understanding what it is that drives their staff. You need to focus on what it is you want to do with your business, your group, and spend time with the people that, that actually want to help you to do that. Um, and I think that probably was one of the first things where Do you think he... staff want, genuinely want to help their bosses on their journey? Not all, no. No. Some, some, some will just think, well, you're the business owner, you're the one making all the money, you go and do it. And I think that would be something Matt would tell you about me, is that I've always, any business I've been in, I've treated it like my own. Okay. So does it come down to accountability? Is this, is this the issue here? Yeah, what personal accountability? Yeah, absolutely. So you know, if you like, you, you know, I am the only person that can make myself eat healthy food. I'm the only person that can make me do the things that take me out of my comfort zone. You know, someone can encourage me, someone can give me the platform, but at the end of the day, it's me that needs to put in the hard work. But in terms of developing yourself, there's, you know, there's loads of people out there that buy loads of books but don't read them. Why, why is that? Yeah, well, funny, Matt calls that shelf development and I think that's a great term. Um, and it, you know, I, I think I once spent a whole day doing performance reviews with people and the only example that they could give of self-development was listening to podcasts. <laughs> and okay. I was kind of like, I literally, I have this thing, I used to have a sign in my office that said, did, do I, sorry, did I roll my eyes out loud? <laughs> <laughs> that's the sort of thing that will make my eyes roll because that's, you know, yes, listening to podcasts in itself is great. It's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. But if you're not, you know, but what have you done with listening to that podcast? What did it make you come to work the next day and do differently? What did, did it make you have a difficult conversation with a team member? Because actually that's the self-development part, what you did with that advice. We've said this in other videos, surely this all comes down to value. It starts with values. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, personal values, because if your values, and that's probably where Matt and I have a good overlap, you know, we both have achieve as one of our personal values. If you actually really want to achieve and you really want to be better, you will make stuff happen. You will go out of your comfort zone. If it's just you telling me an interview what I want to hear because that's what you think I want to, you know, you to okay. say, you won't do the things that need to be done. Okay, so we can't replicate you. So what would you say to someone, and I know you you mentor other people in the gigs group and people, do you mentor other people outside the gigs group? I do, yeah, yeah. Okay, but let's just say someone can't afford you or they're in a the different, different part of the country. It's very, are you saying get your values, but then make someone accountable outside of yourself to be 
accountable to those values. Is that is that in essence how it works? I think it's I think it has to come from you. You know, I think it has to come from the individual who wants to develop. Um, they, so that's a need of wanting to do it. Yeah. Okay. But surely it must come down to the values themselves and putting it into action. The personal values. Yeah, absolutely. And, and some people just won't have those values, right? It's, it's interesting when you, the science bit behind values, you know, some people value work, some people value being a leader, some that people value being a mentor. So if you value work, then you might just be happy doing what you do every day. And there are other things outside of your world that make your world whole. And that's fine. You know, we can't all be Matt Giggs, thank God. So what did you think you helped him do then once you realised you sat down with his, with his values? So we went back to what's important as a business. And what, you know, one thing I know that was helpful for Matt was when we sat down and, you know, he was very good at asking people what they wanted to achieve and setting goals for his partner ship businesses but I'm not sure anyone had asked him recently what he wanted to achieve what his goal was and he has a goal around a five-year goal and we're about 18 months into that now around winning an award which would be because his staff voted for it to be a great place to work rather than you know us being an estate agent that's won awards because of the estate agency he would want to win an award or be thought of as a great place to work you sat down with him with his personal values, worked out what made him tick and what his why was, yes. and then you made him accountable to it. Now, from well, I'm still, and that's the trick, is I'm still making him accountable to it. So every time, because he's an entrepreneur... But remember, he pays your wages, though. So how, how does that relationship work? So he was always, from the day one, wanting me to be honest with him. We okay. said, the only way this is going to work... Because I took Are a you, in massive... essence, a paid mentor? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. You can. I think if you're an executive coach, you can never not try and coach people. Okay. And I do it all the time. Friends, family, <laughs> just naturally what I do. I mean, but if we can't afford you, then there's things like agents together that where you can get a mentor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So we all know that if values change, then then that drives culture. So where where does that how's how's that moved forward with Matt's culture? So, yeah, so we have, we've started with every individual, helping every individual to understand their personal values, such we're looking for this, it's a, it's a bit of a big word, but we're looking for values congruence, which is a fancy way of saying that their work, their role within our business is in line with their values as well as ours. And we believe that is the secret to people being happy at work. And so that is what we're working towards, under helping people. We do this through our recruitment process, understand what's important to them from a job, what we offer, and is there a good alignment? Okay, so we sorted the values out, we've sorted the culture out. Where does that leave us with the vision and the mission? So the vision is very much around helping estate agents, whether they're within our group, whether they're our employees or our coaching clients, um, to achieve what they're looking to achieve. And that's very different from one to the next. Um, and the mission is about customer service and helping people for us consistently going above and beyond to help our clients. And where, with your help and guidance, shall we see Matt in three and a half years' time? So I hope he achieves that mission. You know, I want everyone in the gigs group to be telling people how great it is to work there and how it's not just your average estate agents. Um, I want people to have the world-class training that I know he can deliver 
but that we need to make sure that everyone has and buys into and demonstrates the value from. I, th I think the biggest takeaway I've taken from, away from here is, is that running your own business is a lonely old game and you need some form of accountability and that is some kind of a coach. And we don't seem to coach people in the no, UK, do we? No, absolutely. And I think it's, it's a really helpful, absolutely a massively helpful thing to have, to have someone to hold you accountable for what you said you were going to do and are you doing it? And hey, it could be your wife, it could be your husband, yeah. it, you know, it could be just yeah. someone. It's simple yet quite hard to do. Indeed, but but it's a bit like Alcoholics Anonymous, isn't it? You, you until you've admitted that you need help, you can't get help. And you know, too many business owners probably think it's all right. I can do it. I can do it. Um, and they, you know, they're not stopping to think how much better they could be if they had someone who was just supporting them and, and helping them to be accountable to themselves. Thank you for your time today. Boys and girls out there in estate agency land, my biggest recommendation is get yourself a coach. You can either have Gemma, you, there are plenty of others, or uh, my, my old business coach, John Cottrell, marvellous guy. Uh, even if you can't afford them, get one through agents together because you can, they're, they're, you know, the who's who of the UK estate agency and letting agency, they've got two, three hundred people that will guide and support mm. you. Just know where your North Star is, make yourself accountable and drive yourself forward. Thank you for your time today. Thank you for having me.